Well, good morning and welcome to the Sports Bar Show. Chewing the fat and talking balls as we always do or try to uh, at least once a week. And I'm happy to say at the Sports Bar, in his usual position, in in front of that uh, fantastic England shirt, is the manager, Brent Peters. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm not too bad, sir. I'm not too bad. It's the... Uh, the sun is shining over uh, in my part of the world. I don't well, know it's like shining. where you are. It, it, it's shining here as well. Yeah, yeah. The sun only, the sun <laughs> only shines. Up. Listen, the sun only shines on the righteous. Well, that's what I thought you were going to say on TV then. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah. what, what kind of week you had? Listen, I've had a great week uh, under the circumstances. You know, uh, last Saturday, I didn't really. We were talking on the phone, weren't we? And you said to me, before we went on a Zoom meeting on Saturday morning, and you said to me, uh, what are the matches on telly today, uh, TV today, Brent? And I went, I don't know, just check. And lo and behold, we saw a match on there that were coming on in a, within a, an hour after we spoke, which was um, Coventry City against Watford. So obviously, yeah. uh, that was a great interest to me because, uh, as you know, Matty James is uh, on there on loan. On loan at Coventry, and uh, so that was that was absolutely uh, fantastic because I settled down after a weed spot and uh, got my chair up to the TV. And what a game it were! I were really, really, really well impressed with uh, the Coventry side against an experienced Watford team. Yeah, uh, really good side, young players, talented. Mark Robbins, you, you know, you know, got was obviously. I mean, he's had two. Coventry City have had two back-to-back promotions. I think I'm right in saying. Um, and I believe he's doing that. He's been doing that from what I've been reading. He's he's doing that on almost a, on a shoestring. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, I watched that. I watched the game because I took an avid interest because of, of Matty, obviously. But you know, they had some really, really good, talented footballers, and I really enjoyed it. I really, really did enjoy it. It was a good game of football. Uh, really good game of football against, uh, you know, like I say, a team that's just gone out of the Premiership last season and a, a vastly experienced Watford side. And, um, you know, what pleased it for me more than anything as well, Mate was given the armband, which is unusual to get the armband, captain's when armband, when, you, when you're on loan. But, you know, it's like the people in the guys in the TV studio said, you know, this is... He's, 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 Obviously, in such I felt in so high esteem, um, and these, you know, they gave him the captain's armband, and what a performance he put in! <clears throat> it was absolutely unbelievable performance. He cemented together a very, very good, young, yeah. talented Coventry team, and yeah. the, uh, you know, they got a deserved result. But the pleasing thing for me is, people don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm privy because I've, I've, I, I was at the game. Um, when uh, Matt suffered that bad injury um, playing for Leicester in the Premiership against uh, Southampton. And people don't realise the, the hard work, dedication, the setbacks along the way to come back to recovery. Not just off that, he's, he's, he's had other issues. That, that, that injury led to other issues. And he's fought them. And he's, uh, you know, the most important thing is, is that... Uh, having come back mentally and physically strong, uh, having to have, you know, gone through all those difficulties, he, um, 
you know, he needed to go out on loan to get the game time because he's missed a lot of games. And, you know, I watched that game and he was absolutely outstanding. And I mean, and I'm not just saying that because I'm, you know, playing like that. I was going to say, I I did see something. This is his shirt. This is when he led the team out at at Wembley. The first, he was the first English uh, captain to uh, uh, lead the team out at the uh, the new Wembley. Uh, And that was his shirt. And, you know, playing like he played against, uh, um, like I say, against uh, Watford, he he, he was different class. He was really was different class. Yeah, well, I know that Troy Deeney's been on social media saying if we could have stopped him, we had a, would have stood off a chance. Well, that's great. You know what I mean? That's coming from... No, that's that's going from a fellow professional. Exactly. And he were he he he, he was quality, and I'm pl- I'm re- I'm really really pleased for him. And long mate, come touch wood, and I'll touch my head, and I'll touch the table. You know, long mate, continue because I know what the what the lad's gone through. Yeah. Well, you keep touching that, talking of touching. I, I I'm touching you keep something. Touching here. that phone, and I can I can I can Listen. feel the song coming on here. This is what the show's about. Oh, the clowns or something. It's not the clowns, that's me and you. <laughs> Can you hear it? What is it? Hold on. I'll give you a clue, it's the four tops. <laughs> come on, where's your DJ? I don't DJ. Listen, that's, it's going to come in a minute. That's before. Record player. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> But it's all in the game. game. There we go. It's all in the game. Turn it off before we get copyright infringement. Uh, You see, it's all in the game. That's what we're talking about. The the wonderful game. Well, it is all about the game. It certainly is on this uh, on this show. And the last seven days, Brent, the talking point this morning is referees because Mike Dean over the past seven days, has taken a real whack. Not just to the body, to the head, and everything else. That... He's had the kitchen sink thrown at him. What do you think on... What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Listen, you know, it's a game. What we said there, right, on that title of that song, it's all in the game. It's a game. Let's get that word right, game. Fortunately or unfortunately, fortunately, the game uh, means a lot to a lot of people. And when I mean that the game means a lot to a lot of people, I'm talking about referees, means a lot to the referees. Everybody involved in football on the administration side, uh, football clubs as managers, coaches, means a lot to them. And obviously it means a lot to the spectators means a lot to a lot, a lot of people, this wonderful game that we're in. And if you look at this game, you know, it's all about the players on the pitch. You know, two teams that go head to head. But like in any game or any sport, you've got to have somebody that controls the game when you're out there. And as we know, that's where referees come in and linesmen. They have to control the game. Whether we whether we like the decisions or we don't like the decisions, we never ever nobody's ever going to agree always with the decisions. But equally, if we look at the game, 
not everybody, as we've seen it many, many times, as we've seen it even last night, you know, in the FA Cup, not everybody agreed with the team that Sean Dyche picked to play Bournemouth in the FA Cup for Burnley. So not everybody agrees with what Sean Dyche does. So equally, like, not everybody will agree with the decision a referee makes. Not everybody will agree with the, man with the manager's decision, whether he with the team he's picked. Not everybody will agree with situations when he makes a, the manager makes a substitution and they say, why is he taking him off? He should take it, somebody else off. It's all a game of opinions. Yeah. But when it's a game of opinions, you've obviously got to run as, a, as an official. You've got to run as best you can within the laws of the game. Now then, I'm sure I've never met Mike Dean, but, you know, uh, you know, let's have the intelligence of people who are referees. You know, they go out there, they do a sterling job without, without referees. Listen, there's nobody had more run-ins with referees over my time in football <laughs> than myself. Yeah, just, just but, a few. But, but, just, but seriously, I respect the, the guys. What I don't respect, it's like, it's like if, we talk about, if we talk about the police, I were brought up to always respect the police. But I'm a big believer that you, 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 you've also got to earn that respect as well. You know, on the show, we've talked about the, the great referees of the past. You know, I, 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 I constantly talk about Neil Midgley, the late Neil Midgley. You know, top, top guy, top, top referee. But he, would, he earned a lot of respect because he'd speak the way, the same was, language. as the was players, on a level. On, on a level, level with the players. Now, I think that... that in a lot of cases with the referees these in modern day is they're not allowed to be on the same level as the players. It's just the way that the governing bodies don't portray things. And I think that is, is a sad indictment that, because That's I think that, that would give, I think it is a problem because again, they come back to, you know, mentioning the police, you know, if you look in modern day and it's not the police fault, if we go back to when I were growing up, you know, it, your mum, mum or dad had threatened you if you were bad that you'd go to the local bobby and yeah. you'd be frightened to death of going to the local bobby. And if you ended up going to the local bobby, he wouldn't think twice about giving you a clip round the ear hole. Yeah. That or can't just happen put, in or this put you put yourself for half an hour just to think about it. Well, yeah, but it can't happen these days. Now, now that again is not a policeman's, you know, fault. It's just the way that the society is and they don't allow you to, there's a lot of, do-gooders out there that don't allow certain things to go on and probably the life of a policeman now in a lot yeah. of ways which is sad is more of an administrator than yeah. than enforcing out there on the on the street it's so a again, pc brigade Excuse yeah so it, 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 it's kind of where where we are in society so coming back to kind of the mike dean situation you know unfortunately he's made he's made two decisions in a week um, that have been highly um, sort of scrutinised and gone out there through the TV companies and been he's been put right there in the spotlight. Now, whether he got the decisions right or whether he got the decisions wrong, those decisions were really, really highlighted by the TV punditries and, and, and the yeah. TV companies that led to the media, which then led, which is, this is again the society that we're living, which is really ridiculous and it needs to, it needs, it needs, they need to do something really yeah. quickly about it. And I'm sure, 
you know, listening to Piers Morgan every morning, you know, he's banging the drum about it now, and it needs people like this because social media needs needs dealing with, you know, on racism and, and, and the kind of thing that's happened with, uh, with Mike Dean in terms of where all of a sudden it's led to his personal life. It's led to where himself has been subjected to abuse. Yeah. Um, his family, apparently he's got, obviously he's got a wife and he's got two daughters. Yeah. They've been subjected to abuse yeah. and threats. And death well, I, think threats. They, I think they've been, they've been threatened due to the fact that Mike Dean isn't on social media. So I think right. the way that these uh, threats have come have been through other channels. Yeah, but wherever they've come from, Steve, you know, let's let's get one thing straight. We all well, have a wherever they've come from, they're wrong. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're all we all get upset about what happens in a game of football, you know, on all levels. But let's be honest: when it starts getting to uh, your family and when it starts to get to death threats, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that that is absolutely bang out of order. And he's not the first. He's not the first referee. Mark Elsey, we've, you know, we more at this football club, we know Mark Elsey very, very well. He's, he's been here a few times, you know. Yeah, he's, he was he's, on TV he's this morning. A, he's kind of a friend of, a, 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 of this football club through, a, through a, you know, through our connection in Peter Smith, who's connected with, with, with this football club. And Mark Elsey's been subjected, you know, like, as you know, he's gone through a, 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 a torrid time where he, he's, he's, he's recovered from, from cancer. And uh, his wife uh, is recovering or has recovered and, uh, from leukemia. But she was subjected. She was subjected to a lot of uh, abuse. And, and, yeah. and, and, and the and daughter so, as well. And, and the yeah. daughter as well. And, and so was Mark. And saying, we all, you know, you die of your cancer. And, you, you know, and all that. What? I, I just don't. I can't. You know, like nobody can. Yeah. Anybody in the real world, that's sickening. But that you know really for a fact is. that these keyboard warriors, because that's what they are, they'd never have the balls to say it to your face. Never. No, they wouldn't. They're hiding. They're hiding behind the keyboard they, and, they, they, and they, 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 they're just typing what they want they, and, get, and, and at the moment getting away with it. It's, it's, it listen, it, it shouldn't be out there and getting away with it. And that needs to, and the, and these social media, these people who are behind all the social media, they don't seem to be have a care in the world or bother about it. And they, they surely they should have a responsibility. Well, but, I know what Mark, Mark was saying this morning, Brent, just very quickly, Mark was saying the fact that Greater Manchester Police were working tirelessly behind the scenes during his case, working really hard. And when they went to the social media networks to try and, get the uh, information for these people, they wouldn't give it. They wouldn't disclose it. I know. They, how, how, how can that be right? You know, there's, there's got to be some law that says they have to do. There's a difference between, but listen, I don't want to take away free speech. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm not, you know, I, that's the last thing. You know, be careful what you wish for. But there comes a point where having banter with someone and having constructive criticism with someone is totally different to either Racist abuse and physical abuse, or mental and uh, physical abuse, totally different. Well, yeah, of course it is, and it's not. Listen, a few seasons ago here at Bakeup Borough, we had a situation where we'd had some players here, and because you know, as managers, you've got to make ruthless decisions. 
you know, you do, and and you know, like, and you make fair decisions. I mean, I'll give you an instance. We we had a player here. He rang me. I didn't even ring the player up in question. He rang me, and he he wanted to be given chance to try and play at, at our level. And I'm a I'm the kind of person that I'm I'm happy to do that. And yeah. and if people want to pick my brains on a certain things, I'm happy to spend time because there's nothing that I want more to give people a chance than what I had in the game. I mean, obviously I'm getting older now and. You know, but I, you know, I've I wouldn't have got or done what I've done, and then probably I could have done a lot more. But I've had good contacts that's that's carried me along yeah. the way, if you will. It's doors like, have been open for you. Doors yeah. have been open because of because of those having those good contacts. You follow me? Um, but what happened were you, you you know then but as there comes a time as a manager, you pick you pick your you pick the team, you pick your best side that you have and there's competition and it ended up and whether they, you know, I think just basically they thought they were being, they thought they were having the the the, the, the bit of fun, but yeah. it, it got out of hand of a bit of fun. They start putting out like these uh, falsifying accounts on, on social media and then, you know, from things that started to be just having a bit of light out of banter, it got a bit, a bit really Bad personal, yeah, a bit personal, and and you know the staff didn't like it. People around the club didn't like it, and everything. And it, it, you know, rightly or wrongly, I mean, I'm you know I've got a broad shoulder, but rightly, and I, I know a lot of people, and you know, I shouldn't probably say things like this on here. But straight away, I put a stop to it. But it reason to put a stop to it because where I identified, I knew they were. I made a phone call to one or two people who I know who have got no scruples. Yeah. And you know, you know what I'm saying. And before you know where they are, they absolutely these people absolutely crap themselves because yeah. at the end of the day, the life we're in kind of. But that's the, but that's the lens that you had to go to at that at, at that time. And you're and you know you're just Brent Peters. This guy, Mike Dean, Mark Olsey, or whoever, or other referees. Exactly. They're under the, the spotlight. Tremendous yeah. scrutiny. And and as you said before, I I, I do agree that the. Uh, the mainstream media have a have a lot to a uh, lot to be I, accountable for. I, I I agree. I agree. But do you know what? You know what? I think there's a major problem, and I've said this before. Look, I've been in the game around the game a long time. You know, and and, and you know, and if somebody asks me a question, do you think the game is things that's happening now in the game? Is that would you would you rather have what's happening now in the game, or would you rather have had what happened back in in, in you know in the in the eighties or you know seventies eighties in the game, you know I go and and in certain instances I think I'd rather have it how it worked used to be in the game because what if you go back you know there's a lot of things that's not right in the game at the minute uh, you know and I think people are messing about with the with the with the, the the laws of the game too much and I think even the physicality of the game is trying to be taken away I mean for instance. You know, like we talk about the physicality of the game, you know, and it, it's opened some a lot of people's eyes that since lockdown, right, where, as you know, the, the premiership clubs have not been able to have, as we all know, you haven't been able to allow fans in the ground. But for a period of time, non-league clubs such as us at Baker Borough were allowed spectators into the ground. So... I can only talk about here at Baker. We've managed to attract, and I'm sure it's happened at other clubs in other areas. We've managed to attract because people want the football fix. People that would normally, they're the season ticket holders over at, at, at Turf Moor. 
yeah. and they go and watch Burnley, they've got season tickets, and they've come onto our because they want the football fix. Yeah. And seriously, that they turn around to me and turn around to other people at the club where they've gone. Oh, I don't think I want to return back to Burnley. You know, I'm, I, I love it here. I, I, you know, and they only saw a few games, but the few games they saw, they, they realised they're so close to the action because they, they can get the, yeah. they're kind of accessible to the players. The, it kind of takes them, it's kind of taken them back 20, 30 years where you could yeah. have, a, have a drink in the bar with the players after the after the well, game and things yeah, like that. Yeah, but on the pitch, on the pitch, you know, they saw. I mean, a prime example I'm going to come to in a minute. They saw. They're seeing the game of football where, you know, two honest teams are playing each other. They're physical. They're aggressive. You know, they're competing. But equally, both teams have got very, very good lads that are technically gifted. Yeah. Right? Playing on difficult surfaces. But they're going, they're going head to head. A lot of the things that have been taken away from the, premier, from the premiership game you know, like that physicality and that aggression. It's been taken away from higher up the up, up the, the leagues. But down here, we're still getting that. And the fans loved it. I mean, I'll give you... I mean, you know what game I'm going to... Uh, when I mention it, you'll know what I'm talking about. We, we had an FA Vaz uh, tie here, a massive game, and it was against Stockport. And it yeah. attracted, you know, a good crowd on. Yeah. And that day... You know, Robbie Savage appeared. I know. I think he had obviously linked with Stockport. So Robbie yeah. Savage appeared uh, at the game, and so did uh, Paul Dickoff. Yeah. And you know yourself, Robbie Savage and Paul Dickoff back in the day, they could mix were, it. They could mix it. They were aggressive players, hundred percent. But they could play. They were footballers, but they could they could mix it. Like you've just said that word. Yeah. And they were on this game, and that game against Stockport. It was an FA Vars game. What an absolute fantastic game it were. Two teams full of talent, both sides full of talent, but not only full of talent, but aggression, physicality, wanted to win, going toe to toe. There were some challenges going in. There were well I remember you know, that. I remember that brilliant. game. I remember that game because Robbie had to leave slightly earlier than planned because he was on BBC Radio Five Live. And he actually gave us a mention that, that afternoon, both sides. He said, I've just been to watch a game of football this afternoon. And he said, it was absolutely brilliant. Well, it were. And it were, you know, both teams. It, it, I mean, didn't deserve. I mean, we, we went through, but it took and us. That's to right across the board. That's that's right across the non-league. Non -league uh, right across it. That's what you see. And the fans who were getting, you know, they were on the edge of the seats. And they were and they're, they're, they're screaming at the referee. They're screaming at the linesman, which is part and parcel of the game. But you it's honesty. Oh, come it's on, line. Honestly, but they loved it. And at the end of the game, this is where I'm coming from. People who are season ticket holders at Burnley or or other clubs are saying to me, you know, I, I, I'm I, I'm coming home and away. I'm watching this. I love this. Is it like this every week? Is it? Is this what it's like? Because this is this is brilliant. This is what I want to see. Now, this is what I'm trying to get at. You know, then then people who are coming out with that comment, had they not have been a lockdown situation, they would never have witnessed that. That these scenarios because yeah. they, 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 they're obviously brainwashed into being at, at the premiership clubs where yeah, top dollar. where I think where I personally think it's it's the beauty of football it's pussy pussy tap tap backwards forwards square with all, all that there's no challenges yeah. you get you get understand where I'm coming from now no, coming exactly back, where you're coming from now coming back to the referees right coming back to the referee situation 
this is where I think that the referee, and I think, and I've said it, it's not the first time I've said it, and, and this isn't just I've saying it for this show today. I have said this really before. And I'm hearing, to, even though, the, you know, in 90 minutes, if I think the referee's made a rook against us, I'll be the first to, like, approach him and say, uh, uh, what, where do you get that decision from, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the biggest problem, that it, and, it, and it needs stopping, just like we're trying to say that people shouldn't be, it needs outlawing on things, out, outlawing on social media. I firmly believe that the television companies from the football authorities all need to get together. Now, we know that the television companies have a lot of power because they pay a lot of money into the game. That's it. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. But I think that the television companies need to get together with the football authorities. And one thing I 100% believe which will help a referee uh, and stop this scenario with what we're talking about with Mike Dean and stop the scenario that's happened with Mike Elsie. I mean, it might not stop it 100%, but he'll ease it. Is I, don't, I honestly don't believe that they should, when it comes to half-time and there's been a, uh, a, a strong talking point that involves the referee, I think it should be outlawed. I yeah. don't think this should be analysed. That, that should not be the focus of attention. No, it shouldn't. I, I think I firmly believe the focus of attention come half time and fo is the game. They should be talking like there were games on TV last night, like Burnley were on against Bournemouth and Manchester United were on against West Ham. So if I'm in, if we're now in the television studios, we should be talking about technical situations within that game. Uh, of when players don't do something like, for instance, I was going mad last night when you, you, you know, like a ball from a from from Maguire is played to the right fullback uh, who's fa facing him full on, and he doesn't receive the ball on the half turn. If he receives the ball on the half turn, he can then open up and go out at the other side because there's all space, and he doesn't. Yeah. You're right, he's playing, which is basics. Now, little things like that. That is what I think should be talking points in the studios. Yeah. Not spending 15 minutes analysing with 10 different cameras if the referee got the decision right or wrong. Well, for any young, any young kid growing up and any young kid watching football, what they want to... They want to be educated. They don't want to be you talking about a referee. They want you to be telling them about, you know, positional, uh, you know, the kind of where you should be on a pitch, the kind of passage you should be making. Not talking about a referee for 15 minutes during a well, half-time well, well, that's right. And, and I think that doesn't help matters. I think that's where the attention comes to the referee. And it starts in the television studios, Gantries. So let's take it... Let, 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 let's just give, give a, put a bit of meat on the bone, what I'm trying to say here now. Right? We'll put a bit of meat on the bone. So you've got... You know, because you, you know firsthand, in, 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 in quarters of Burnley Football Club, Right, with the, some of the long sight brigade, right? Yeah. The hatred against Blackburn Rovers with some of their, I don't know what they're caught. Uh, yeah, the Riverside. You know Riverside, yeah. The Riverside. So there's hatred. And there's hatred between Blackburn Rovers, Burnley, Burnley, Blackburn Rovers. Not with the sensible people. You know, no. we, can, we can sit and have a pint and have banter all day long about it. You wear your colours and you get on with it. Yeah. But there are. 
obviously attached to every football club, sadly, throughout the country, it doesn't matter where you are, every football club throughout the country, there are complete, utter lunatics. Yeah, and it's right? passed, it seems to be passed on from generation to generation. Yeah, so these lunatics, no matter what football club it is, they've all got them. These lunatics. So you've now got, I'm just going to use this for the benefits of putting meat on the bone for this. So you've now got a local derby game or, you know, whatever competition. And we'll use the fact of, in the, for this instance, Blackburn Rovers, Burnley Football Club. We know there's a, you know, everybody knows that there's a, there's a complete, absolute hatred between certain elements of both clubs. Yes. So the hype coming up to the game, there's loads of hype, banter going on in the pubs, banter on social media, everything, just getting on, calling people names, you know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a ticking time bomb. It's a ticking time bomb, exactly. So then all of a sudden we come to the game now, and this is all that matters is the game. So it's three o'clock in the afternoon, we've got a game. We've got a referee that's in the middle that has to officiate this game. He's there, he's got nothing to do with Burnley, he's got nothing to do with Blackburn Rovers, he's just honest, pure honesty officiating that game. He makes what he considers to be an honest decision, which goes against one of the clubs. So it goes against, we'll say on this instance, it goes against Blackburn Rovers, right? So he's made a rope, and that game, the game has hinged on his decision. So Burnley have now won the game against uh, against Blackburn Rovers, right? But it's hinged on a referee's decision. This is where, so this is analysed after a game in the studios. It's analysed. And all the analysing is going on is the referee. He's got it wrong. He's got it wrong. He's got it wrong. So these idiots, they're fueled already because they've lost against their main rivals, which is Burnley. Yeah. But they've lost to a referee in decision. So because it's highlighted, 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 that's when they blow the fuse. And, and then they the all gap. take to social media in the in the foul. Oh, still social media. And then they go on and that's when the referee, they find out where the referee's from, they give him personal abuse, they get his family personal abuse, all because it's a game of football, but because the, the, the game's... You know, look at it this way. The same principle could have happened. Let's say, I mean, it didn't happen, but let's say that that time when Manchester United were up at Stadium Alight and they'd, they'd, they'd already done their bit. They'd already done their bit in, 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 in beating Sunderland, which, which on the face of it, they were going to win the, the, the Premiership again, right? But it all hinged on Man, the Man City game and what that, if they drew that game or uh, at home, right? If they drew that game, they would they would win the league. But if City won and got a late winner, right, City would win the Premiership ahead of Man United. And you, again, we come back to rivalries. You know, there's good people both in both camps that can get on with each other and not a problem. It's football. It doesn't matter. But then there's also the Scallies that obviously can't stand the sight of Man United and Man United Scallies can't stand the sight of Man City. So this is this far. game is this game is hinging on 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 a situation. Manchester United are now going to win the Premiership again, and they finished the game. But it's all hinging on the game over down at the Etihad. But the game down at the Etihad is still playing. And then it, let's say, and I'm not not privy to the, 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 this happening, but I'm just saying, it all comes down. 
to a last-minute refereeing decision at the Etihad yeah. that a referee's made, pure and honestly, which is then highlighted loads of times on TV, right, and realised he's got it wrong. But that game, City win, they win the Premiership, United don't, and then that hatred is just. But it's all about it's all about like you say the media intensifying correct. and putting more and putting more fuel on the fire. Putting more fuel on the fire. It needs to stop. That's where it needs to stop. That's the first thing that needs to happen. They need to stop these pee pundits, the producers, whatever. It's great television because they sit there and you listen to opinions, but it's wrong because they're, they're highlighting an individual and and obviously like. Again, I come to this. So I'll tell you a situation, right? And this is something else that they've got the these in the studio have got the benefit of 10, 12 different cameras and looking at different cameras angles. And you've watched Match It Day, you've watched sports programs. How many times have them in the studio can't get it right with all these different cameras? They're going, Well, I'm I'm not too sure. Well, and you'll get, yeah, definitely, we're definitely a penalty. They'll go, No, no, I'm not too sure. Just look at it from that angle. Look at it from that angle. Hang on. Well, sometimes they sat, they sat in a green they sat in a green room about three or four hours before they actually got match at day, and they still can't get it right. They still can't get it right, but they've got all these cameras. This, these are the referees on the pitch haven't got all these cameras. So this is my point now, right? So we now come back to a Bake Up Borough game, where where and I can't remember which game it were, but this is my point, right? Can't remember which game it were, but at the end of the game, I remember being invited into the referee's room. Give me 20 minutes, Brent, you can come in. Right, okay, 20 minutes. So I go and knock on the door, 20 minutes. I, I want to go in because we. I, I want to know why something happened in this game, right? So fair enough, the officials had. So I walk into the referee's room, stood in front of me is the referee. The two assistants are sat down and in the shower area with his pad and notepad is an assessor. Yeah. Because he's talking to the referee after the game, yeah. telling him where he's gone wrong or, or done, right. done right. You get me? Yeah. yeah. So, right, Brent, how can I help you? Right. So I'm going through a scenario that happened. This is my opinion about this, this situation. The first thing that the referee says back to me, right, the first thing he said back to me, I get what, I understand what you're saying, Brent. So he says he understands me. I fully understand what you're saying. But it's all about angles. This is true as I'm, I'm sat here. It's all about angles. Where your angle is, is different to my angle. Fair, yeah, fair enough. You get me? Yeah. So I've gone. Straight away, sharp as a tack, I've gone. <laughs> well, what's he doing here then? Pointing at, the, pointing at the I'm assessor. I'm pointing at the assessor. I said, what's he doing here then? If it's all about angles, you might as well not have him. How can he assess you? Yeah. Because, obviously, if he's pulling you down on something, He's and pulling something, you down. And something happens about fifty <laughs> yards away on the other side of the pitch. Yeah, he's pulling he's you down because from from he's got a different angle to you, <laughs> and yet he's marking you down. So I said, if it's all about angles, which I I, I totally agree, but then yeah. why have we got why have you got an assessor then? So this is my point. What I'm trying to say is, he had a point. Did the referee? My point is, he had a point. It's about angles. So I. I'm looking at it from the technical area. It's a different angle from where he is on the pitch. So he's made an honest decision on that. You follow me? Yeah. Now then. So this is my point, right? Now, going back to the Mark Elsey, Mike Dean, Lee Mason, whoever you've got. It's all about opinions. Now, if they were analysing like they do in a TV studio 
and they never used to do back in the day, then I honestly feel, yes, the referee will have made mistakes along the way, but in a game of football, not only does a referee make mistakes in a game, and he's only human because he's going to make mistakes, not only does an assistant make mistakes, he's only human, he's going to make mistakes, the players not make mistakes in games because that leads to goals usually. Of course they do. They make mistakes in games. They're only human. So these, what I'm trying to say, does a manager sometimes not make mistakes? Like, for instance, last night, United game, they, couldn't, they, they weren't scoring. They didn't look like they could break West Ham down because they were, they, they, they'd got low blocks and everything else and they couldn't get through them. But so... I'm getting frustrated because I'm thinking his main striker is on bench. When's he going to put him on? He needs to be putting him on. There's over an hour. So, in my opinion, if he's delayed in, in putting him on, it's a mistake, in my opinion. If they go out as it happens, they went to extra time and they went it. But what yeah, I'm saying you, you, is, you slightly start thinking and start being a little bit more critical. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, should he have put the sub on earlier? It's all about opinions. opinions. But is it? Is it? If he if he hasn't done. Is it a mistake from the manager? So, end of the day, you, you know, any one of us can, in a game of football, which could lead to results, even a manager by putting, look at that one on Saturday against Everton. They were cruising in the game with United. I mean, they'd seen the game out virtually. They're only seconds on. I mean, people, some, a certain element of people would have turned around probably and said, why has he brought Zabi on at that time? I understand why he brought him on, but really, should he have brought him on? I don't kind of think so because it, it sometimes it's kind of it can un unsettle, unsettle it a team. Can because it, you need you need a few minutes to get in to pick up the pace of the game. Yeah, and obviously, it's no surprise that his first challenge were a free kick, what's led to yeah. an equalising goal. So again, yeah. was that a mistake? What I'm trying to get at was that a mistake on Ollie's part by doing that substitution? When we, we seem comfortable. I don't know. It's a debate. Was it a mistake? Was it not a mistake? My point I'm trying to make is everybody's human. Everybody can make mistakes. We all can make mistakes. Referees will make mistakes. But I don't think a referee's mistake or a referee's decision should be highlighted like a player's or what happens on the pitch. Because yeah. a referee is a standalone figure on that pitch. Yeah, and no, I don't I, think I, it should be highlighted. I to totally agree. But if we if we just look at what happened at the weekend, you know, we've spoke about this off air uh, over the last couple of days, and the introduction of VAR and the officials in Stockley Park, I don't think they're helping the situation. Well, this is another this is another bone of contention, VAR. In my opinion, but this show we talk balls, uh, we, we uh, chew the fat talk balls. But in my opinion, I think if you're going to bring in any technology into the game, it's got to be used either, it's got to be used throughout the game. And when I say throughout the game, I'm not saying that you can bring VAR down into non league level where we are. I'm not on no. about that. Okay. I'm on about in, in the EFL. And the Premiership, it's got to be. It's either got to be all through the leagues, EFL and Premiership, or not at all. Yeah. Right now, this is where it has a conflict, in my opinion. Before we get in, and I don't know what you're going to say about the bar, but this is where it has a conflict. 
because at the minute it's being it, it, VAR is being used in the Premier League and with the, with the senior teams, right? That's where it's being used. Now then, border contention with me is FA Cup Day. Right. So FA Cup, a team that's from a lower league, i.e. whether it be uh, Championship, Division 1, uh, Division 2, or whether it be a non-league team, as we've seen just up to this last round, you know, yeah. your Charlies of Charles. the world and your Marines and, and other clubs. If you get drawn uh, against a premiership club away from home, so in other words, in their ground, VAR will be being used. Yeah, they can switch it on. If you get drawn at home, VAR is not being used. Yeah. So if we take a round of the FA Cup and you analyse the premiership teams that's got the VAR, that's, that's on VAR, and certain decisions have gone against the minor club because VAR have measure been used. A to measure a toenail. You get me, right? <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? VAR's been used. But in the same competition, in the same round, where other teams have been involved, have gone out of the competition but might have stayed in the competition had VAR been on their grounds, but haven't been on their grounds. So how can that be right? Where some grounds have got it, some grounds haven't in the same competition. And that's so in why my you're eyes, saying it's got to be straight across the board. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. That's what I think. Personally, that's my opinion. So if they want it in the FA Cup... You'd have to switch it well, off. If they don't want it in the FA Cup, then... It don't matter about the Premier. Switch it off. It doesn't. It, if you're drawn against a Premier team away at Old Trafford, right? Then there's no VAR anywhere. You're not having it because it's not being on in this competition. Exactly. You can't have some teams being results have been decided or decisions have been decided on 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 VAR in the same competition, but others aren't. It's not not right in my opinion. Mm. So it's a bone of contention. Equally. Going back to what you're probably asking me in the in the VR situation, so there's a problem. I thought this is my belief that VAR came into into play because a referee makes a decision, an honest decision, but he hasn't got the uh, uh, ability or or hasn't got the he, he cannot have. He can't ten, see everything on the pitch. He can't the see everything. Time. Different, yeah, exactly. So he hasn't got the that situation. So when it's a contentious a decision, that's when VAR beeps in his ear. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 hold on, because we're look. looking at this from this di different angles. I want you before you make that decision to go to the monitor and have a look. Yeah. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong at this point with that. As long as when that referee goes to that monitor and the person in, in Stockley Park keeps his gob shut yeah. and doesn't form an opinion and yeah. says, right, I'm going to just show you the incident now. And put, and put confusion in the referee's mind. Yeah, I'm going to show you the, the, the incident I'll, and you can see it from all the different... And we'll very quickly do it from all the different... Can but the referee I, makes But you've got to make that decision. 
So the person, so in this case, what I'm trying to say is Lee Mason, who has been in, it's funny that Lee Mason has been involved in these VAI decisions. I might be wrong in what I'm saying, but I think that Lee Mason has had an input and they've had a debate at the at the monitor. Yeah. And, and possibly, and I'm not saying this is on account, obviously I'm not pretty 100%. But possibly Mike Dean might have gone because it's only human that you could say, well, hang on, I'm a bit confused. You know, I'm looking at this. Here. What's, what's your take on it? He was stood at that monitor a long time, Brent, wasn't it? Yeah, but he's, if he's asking him, what's your take on it? And so yeah. it's, that, means, that means that's wrong, that, because that means whatever his take is, he's asking Lee Mason what his take is. It's kind of Lee Mason making that decision, and yeah. not, that can't be right. I the only thing Lee it's... Mason should be doing is that you rightly say, and we've seen it in Australia because we watched it, is Lee Mason brings it to the referee's attention. And that That's is it. as far as he does. He don't say anything. He don't, he don't, he, 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 the, the referee has got to make that decision from what he sees. Because then when he goes to the monitor, what he hasn't got on the pitch, he's got the, he's got the benefit of several different, different camera angles. Yeah. And it's from them separate different camera angles that he makes that decision. But I don't think that's happening. I think the person at Stockley Park's having an influence. Having and a, I well, think it, that it, is... it must have because a lot of the uh, newspaper, just reading off my, my monitor here, uh, Premier League, after playing his part in VAR errors alongside Mike Dean, which saw Thomas, well, just saying, in a nutshell, Lee Mason has been stood down for Premier League action this weekend. So... He has played a part in that decision, and he's been stood down. Well, I don't think. Yeah, well, that's that, that, that's kind of where it where, where it where it's all wrong, and that's where it, it, it shouldn't play a part because the person at Stockley Park shouldn't play a part. Now, if you ask me a question, do I think VAR should be? I just think originally, probably a beginning. I probably thought, well, it weren't a bad thing, but seeing what's gone on since this trial day, I just think it's a. I think it's a pantomime. I think it's a circus. <laughs> I think it's just added. It's just bonkers. It's our, just friend, like our friend, our friend Keith Hackett, thinks exactly the same, Brent. Every time it, I see him on social media, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's bonkers. It's, it's it's not on because all of a sudden you think about it. You know, you score a goal and straight away you're on a high. But but then hang on, we'll just stand about for yeah. a few minutes. Look over your just, shoulder. Just it, see if they get it. See if the green, the light goes green. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, I, I kind of think that we need to. If, if I had a wish list, this is my wish list, right? I think we go back to the, to the day of of your referees, like when Keith Ackett were refereeing. Me yeah. myself personally, George Courtney's, George Courtney's, those people. I think we we'll go back to that day, right? Yeah. Where where they refereed, and whether we like the decisions or we don't like the decisions, whether we thought they were right, wrong, or indifferent, we had to accept those decisions, right? I don't believe. I think my next one is 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 that the people, uh, the television companies, it should be outlawed that any of them pundits in that studio should not be highlighting. Uh, the referees, it yeah. shouldn't be happening. And not only that, it's not only the television companies. I've said this a long time. It's a manager's graveyard. People like talk sport. That them, yeah. them, them ra talking radio shows. They should be banned because you know what? It's talk. It, it, I don't want to tune into it. it, it, it no, neither do I. Excuse the French. It's talk shit. Yeah. 
That's what I say. <laughs> it's talk shit. Talk sport is talk shit. You've heard it's it talk first. Shit. Because that's all they do. And they, what they do, they just make, they just row people because it's all these numpties. It's controversy for people to ring in, Brent. That's what it is. Exactly. And and half the time, you know, when they, they're highlighting a manager, you think, look at his results and all that. It's them people who get the manager yeah. the sack. Yeah. But the thing but is, they've, what, never, they've never actually been a manager. It's another story as all that. It's another story. But let me tell you, so my wish list is they don't, we go back to the Keith Hackett days, uh, 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 them referees, let them referee. We know they're going to make mistakes. Like players are going to make mistakes. Look, look, you seen you seen bloody Liverpool's goalkeeper against Man City is made blinking two in space of five minutes. Absolute owlers. But it's it's there. He's he's, he's human being. Rightly, wrongly, indifferently. Paid a lot of money, but he's made mistakes. Human error. Made mistakes. So we have to put up with it. We don't need VAR, in my opinion. Right? No. We do not need VAR. Right, we get on with it, we put up with it. I think a right? lot of people called for it to be introduced into the game. Uh, goal line tech, goal line technology. I am a fan of that, I like that part. <coughs> Excuse me, I like yeah, that there's part. nothing wrong because it beeps on your watch. So, yeah, it's not really a thing because if it doesn't beep, it's not crossing the line. But, has if, it? Somebody's so... but if someone's going to measure my uh fingernail or my elbow. To say that I'm offside is uh, that's when it's getting a little bit silly. Well, I don't, uh, yeah, and I don't think that you know I come back because this is about Mike Dean, really. This program, it is silly. Uh, yeah, I, but I, I, I kind of think that these, the, I, I think all this what we're talking about leads to crackpots doing what they're doing to people like you know Lee Mason, Mike Dean, Mike Elsie in the past. The yeah, crackpots yeah. and and the, and and I, and, I, and I read the I read something somewhere the uh, the chairman of the um, of the association has already gone to the authorities. Uh, his name uh, just kind of eludes me at the minute, but the the chairman of the um, the their association has already been to the authorities, and he's he, he's stressed. Oh, Paul Field, he's called from the referees association chairman, Paul Field. He's gone to the authorities and he stressed that it's going to happen and it's sad, but it's going to happen. That a referee's going to get killed. It's going to happen. That's what he said. And he said, I can't, a referee's going to get killed. What a what society are we in? That is bonkers. Over a game of football. So this is why I'm saying, you know, when we switch that TV on and we're sat at home, no matter who we support or whatever, yeah. let the referee let. Referee referee the game whether we agree or we don't agree stop all this analyzing in the studio against a referee because he's a standalone figure and we should not be doing that because i and think the, and that the is pressure and the pressure that it's putting on the individual is doing his mental state no no good at all no good you're 100 right steve 100 right and that needs stopping uh and then we live with it and you know, we could go on again, again about about decisions in the game and and what's right and what's wrong. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We wouldn't even be having this conversation over that that elbow if if what I'm saying, Nick, because we know, we all know it were accident. We all know he's trying to pull away like that. Get away! You're pushing me, right? Yeah. So we 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 know that. But my point is, especially on a corner, right? This is what I'm saying about the game, and I'm being honest here. I what's wrong? Listen, it's part and parcel of the game. As long as it don't get stupid, yeah. what's wrong with them in a corner? It's like a scrum in rugby. 
what is wrong at a corner of each person trying to knock obviously well, an attacking yeah. player attacking players trying to gain advantage it's got to be defend, that, there's got to be the physicality defend, in football yeah there's got to be physicality that's part of the game so a defending player has got to stop that being stop him making gaining advantage so what's wrong with them as long as it's controlled I'm, 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 I'm knocking seven bells of bloody shit out of each other what's wrong with them let them because you know what it'll sort the men out from the boys yeah it'll sort the wheat from the shaft that's, that's, what where the, do. that's where the game's been slipping, though, Brim. Exactly. I mean, I'm, whether I'm right or I'm wrong or I'm indifferent, old school or whatever, I say to my players, these some of my players who come out of academies and then they come into our level of football and it's a corner and they're freaking not even touch tight and they're yeah. not with. I mean, I don't like zonal marking. I'm, I, I, you know, I identify players who's got a man yeah. mark. Account accountability with players. And it's 1v1 and you, you, you're going. But I'm not being funny. I say to them, you're not even touched tight. You know, when here, you're too nice. You're pussy, pussy. Yeah. You get in. You've got to yeah. compete. You've got to yeah. get hurt if you have to get hurt. And then I'll say to them, all right, people won't want to listen to this. I said, but you've got to be cute. What's wrong with you? I said, I'll tell you what, when that centre forward's trying to get his run and he's waiting to do his run, just accidentally stand on his bloody toes. I said, and when you're still on his toes, and he's going to be shoving you away and bringing nothing. Just, just, just do it. it. Just do a Gareth Wager on him, that's all. Just well, step in front well, of him. Yeah, but people yeah, but people don't know Gareth Wager. I'm just talking in basic, basic yeah, I know what you thinking. mean. I know what you mean. You've got to be you know, a bit you know, cute. You've got to be a bit cute with certain things. You know what I mean? All right, I shouldn't be saying this is old school. But, you know, there's a crowded blinking penalty area. You've got your hand behind your back. Linesman can't see it and you're squeezing a bloody player's bollocks. <laughs> he can't freaking see it. Well, you move your hand. I mean, it's just to be cute with stuff. You know, it's yeah. gone on for years. This is, the game hasn't changed, has it? You know, but there's got to be some physicality. They're, they're taking it out of the game. You're on about has... people. You're on about players diving. You know, Martial, he were another one diving. You know, were he, were he diving? Were he not diving? You're talking about uh, uh, the Liverpool striker the other day, blinking, going down. You know, when he were pulled at his shirt, the way we're going down. You know what would stop all that? This is I what see, I'm I'll saying. Tell you what I'll tell you what would stop it. A straight red card would stop it. Yeah, yeah, but you, I just think that we, you didn't really used to get that back in the day, did you? Because you know what? Football was about physicality. People liking the game back in the day. Would people, God rest their souls, Norman Hunter, Dobby Styles, you know, people like that, you know, would they have survived in today's modern not, game? Because the, the pressures... No Rabate, no Rabate. We've mentioned her, <laughs> David Batte. But the pressures, the pressures of the pressures of your own dressing room wouldn't allow divers or prima donnas to stop exist. It. It'll it'll stop it. What I'm saying is, if you if the game's about physicality, it will stop people diving. They won't it dive because it's physical. You stay on your feet. You've coached that from a young age. Stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. Still. Now they're told if you get in touch, go down. But the governing bodies are making these decisions and, and sometimes it's people who've not even played the game that are making the decisions, so they have no Do you know what you know what's frightening? You know what's frightening? And I'm and I might get killed for this, but you know what's frightening? <laughs> Go on, what is frightening? I'll tell you. You look at people who, who who are well up within the in the game and making decisions whether on whether they're on coaching panels or 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 or, or uh you know, the FA, you know where they are. They've never, you're right what you said, they've never played the game. You know what they are? Ex-school teachers. Well, they are. Well, that's what they are. 
Paper. Well, that can't be right. It's, it's totally freaking different. It's, it's the total things that they're saying. It's not right. It's, it's totally not right. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, and that's what I'm saying. At the top, at Premier League football, it's getting more like Subutio football every day. Lower down the leagues, you know, I, I, we touched on it. EFL, you watch an EFL game. You watch a division. You watch a division, a, a, a championship game. You watch yeah. a division one game. Watch a division two game. The, there's more physicality in those games than what there is at Premiership. Tell me why. More integrity. Well, tell me why there is because it's because at the Premiership, I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't, I don't follow it. But yeah. you're saying that people are, are losing interest with the Premiership. Well, I, I, be, I believe that. I believe they are. Well. I mean, look at this crazy rule that they brought in now. Who's brought this one in? With the who's brought this is a madness rule. This is probably a school teacher that's brought this in. <laughs> Go uh, on. For the, yeah. You can't put your flag up now until the game's dead, and then put your flag up. So it's a late flag. That's an accident waiting to happen, Steve. I'm not being funny. So let's say it's a tight situation. So you're playing an, an eye line. And the lad's got advantage on the shoulder and he's quite quick. And yeah. you're looking for an offside flag. But the offside flag used to come like he's off. Straight so away. They, so, so they stop the action like they're dead. That's it. Right? Yeah. No, not now. Right? They're looking for the flag, but they've been told not to flag straight away. So they so don't the defenders flag straight playing catch-up. So what happens is, this is exactly what happens, that flag don't go up, so the defender's thinking, shit. So yeah. he's chasing back towards his own goal. The lad's homing in onto the penalty area. He's going to be 1v1 with the bloody keeper. So the, so the defender thinks, I'm taking one for a team here. I'm going, to freaking, I'm going to freaking smash him. So yeah. he smashes him, right? D depending on where the lad catches him, he could freaking he could damage him. He could injure him. And then all of a sudden, the line's on freaking flag. He's gone offside. Yeah. It's crazy. Which it, should, which it should have gone up five seconds previous. Exactly. So who's brought that rule in? Because it's an accident <laughs> waiting to happen. I don't know. You've been looking at it. You sent me a copy of the uh, the laws. I I haven't had a chance to read it, but it, it seems to be one of them other rules that's just uh, come in through stealth. It's like just just appeared. I, I I don't know. Probably probably Oxford University. <laughs> probably. Anyway, on a lighter note, we've had a, a couple of uh, comments in. You're on about oh. killing. You're on about killing people. What's Josh Harris. The debate on VAR is great, but I want to know who Brent's muscle was, <laughs> who he calls to sort things out. <laughs> He'd have to kill you, Josh, if he told you. Josh, I'll give you his, no I'll, I'll, I'll give you his number after, after off there. And uh, one more, just to uh, our good friend uh, Rob, who's a, a regular viewer to the show. I agree 100%. Each player... As another 10, 10 men, a bench, a manager, X amount of fans behind them. The ref has no one in his corner. Picking him out and analysing his every move and decision will only make him feel shit within himself and subject him to an amount of abuse that Mike 100%. Dean has. But then 100%. he has no one to back him up. Correct. 100%. Brilliant, Brilliant comment there, Rob. And uh, nice one as well, Josh. Well, Brent, what are you doing with the rest of the day? What have you got planned? Uh, 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 I'm doing some filing. I went down. Uh, uh, I had to go out yesterday and I, I get a load of these. You know what they are? They're not a box of the chocolates. They're box files. Well, you Clear need because I've seen your office. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a pig star. 
I'm on a clear out mission and at uh, spring cleaning. And at two o'clock this afternoon, I have got somebody social distance, of course, somebody coming to see me about uh, uh, providing where, where we get restrictions lifted about a benefit game um, for the uh, the young girl. If you remember last year, Dawn, she were called um, that uh, a backup girl that sadly got well, allegedly. Not down the stairs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Passed away, lost. Uh, you know, know a young we've life. A, we've got a tribute outside the club, haven't we? To you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dawn Walker's recalled. So I've got a meeting with uh, her, her family, her brother. Actually, he wants to have a, a benefit uh, in memory of her. Where where uh, a Brent Peters eleven uh, will play uh, against a. A, a local eleven, probably in memory of, of her. So is, I've is got that, that, me, is that me, me and you playing centre half then? <laughs> Listen, you got you you got sent to you yesterday, didn't you? What what did you get sent to you yesterday? Back back in the day, Brent back in Peters, the day, you were you were Brent left in, inside left inside uh, left. How long ago that? Nineteen seventy seventy seven or something like that. Let me tell you, whoever printed that program need to set the printer because my Why? left foot. Is only only there to stand on. <laughs> it's square. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, mate, absolute pleasure. Anyway, and, remember uh, remember the song we started with. I'm not going to put it on now because I might not be able to get it. Well, Four tops. It's all in the game. See you later.